Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. So Flash Coffee may have only launched in April, January 2020, but it's already caught the attention of some pretty prominent investors like White Star Capital, Connie & Co., Global Founders Capital. In fact, recently, Flash Coffee decided to raise money to support their launch of new outlets and their funding was led by White Star Capital. And together, they raised 15 million US dollars. Flash Coffee opened its very first store back in 2020, aiming to make premium coffee accessible to Asia's rising middle class. The goal, as I understand it, to have a flash coffee outlet every 500 meters in all major Asian cities. Now, um, they've, now that they've bagged 15 million in Series A financing, are plans still on track to expand the brand in 10 markets, including Singapore, by the end of this year? Let's find out with Sebastian Haneke, co-founder, COO and CFO of Flash Coffee. Good morning, Sebastian. Hi, Michelle. Nice to meet you. Very well set on our on our uh, description of Flash Coffee. Oh, so love to much. hear that. Yeah, it's good to have you here with us. And the man who led the VC funding, Sanjay Zimmerman, he's principal of White Star Capital. Good morning, Sanjay. How are you? Good morning. Pleasure to be here, Michelle, on uh, Singapore's most influential radio station. You got that right. Well, we're glad to have you both with us. Before we get going with the business and the brand story, there seems to be a very important other player in this whole story, and that is the INSEAD campus. So I want to ask you both, is INSEAD, the education or the networks that INSEAD uh, provided, is it a key part of this brand story from where you're sitting? Sanjay, you want to kick us off? Happy to. Yeah, it is. Uh, so INSEAD is a really unique story in, in the way that INSEAD is actually what brought me uh, initially to Southeast Asia and to Singapore. So I moved uh, to Singapore in 2019 to pursue an MBA at INSEAD. And uh, the common thread or tying thread uh, between here, between Sebastian and I, is that even though we were two different classes apart, we both graduated from uh, INSEAD. And uh, when we first got introduced to Flash Coffee and we got to talk a little over a year ago, we had this kind of instant bond or instant trust that was built upon the this, this shared experience that we both had having uh, roamed the halls of the Singapore uh, NCAD campus. Uh. Sebastian, do you remember that meeting or, you know, in your mind, what is the, the role that NCAD's played in your business success so far? I mean, I would even go as far as saying without INSEAD, I wouldn't be here right now in this interview. Um, thanks to INSEAD, I mean, uh, I moved to Southeast Asia. So as you might can hear from my accent and, and my name, uh, I'm German. So I started my career in Germany, but then really strategically chose INSEAD because of the campus in Singapore. Because I was really interested in getting a footstep into the Southeast Asian economy because it fascinated me early on. And um, yeah, after INSEAD, I, I stayed in Southeast Asia. Basically, I moved to Jakarta. Carter joined Bain Company there, and a year later, I met my co-founder there, uh, David Bounier, and uh, we started Flash Coffee in Jakarta back then. Um, so it's all basically initiated by my by my MBA in INSEAD, and then um, the story with Sanjay just adds to it, right? Thanks thanks to the INSEAD network, we were able during the pandemic as an F&B business to raise this amazing Series A now, yeah. and so I'm, I'm incredibly grateful uh, for for INSEAD for where I'm right now. All right. It's a great NCR success story. So take us to the very inception of Flash Coffee in Jakarta, Sebastian. Why this idea to build a business based on the concept of making coffee affordable? So if you look at 
prices of, of, of coffee in Southeast Asia, it's incredibly expensive compared to average income levels, especially in sort of the emerging parts of Asia, but also in, in, the, in, the, in the developed parts like Singapore. It's just incredibly expensive for, yeah, an experience which is sort of okay only in my view um, in terms of um, the taste, in terms of the branding. It's purely offline and it comes at that high price tag. So for me and my co-founder, David, it was almost obvious to to, to say, okay, we, we can offer a much, much better product at half at half the price. I mean, hasn't Starbucks beaten you to this idea of affordable coffee made available to millions? I mean, what is it that you're doing differently? Yeah. I understand you're, you're cutting waiting times, for example, right? Yeah, I think the the main reason why we can actually have a attractive business while being attractive to the customer from a price point of view and quality point of view is that we optimize on space. Um, if you look at the classic Starbucks or coffee bean and tea leaf stores, they are around 150, 200, 250 square meter, um, while our shops are around 15 to 20 square meters. So much more focus on, on pure grab and go business. And as you might know, especially in Singapore, real, real estate is incredibly expensive. So it's one of the biggest or the biggest cost driver of a coffee chain. So if you cut that out, you can pass on the savings to the customer. Uh, and that's not only on the rental expense, but also on the initial investment you have in a store. If you don't buy all these sofas, all these chairs, all these tables, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you do all the flooring. You can save a lot of money in building a shop and you can pass on these savings to the customer. Sanjay, let's hear from you. What impressed you about the Flash Coffee business model uh, enough to want to fund them? Yeah. Uh, so from our standpoint, there were really three things that stood out when we looked at the investment. One of them was really around it being a, a massive uh, a market opportunity that we saw. And, and since 2019 or so, one of the big macro trends that we've been tracking in Southeast Asia is the thematic of the rising uh, middle class. Uh, we see GDP per capita in the region growing at four times faster than the world average and uh, just a, a, a massive amount of consumers that are entering the market with new spending power um, that are looking for premium um, branded experiences and that are looking for experiences like Flash Coffee. Um, so that was one of the elements. On top of that, in the macro, macro climate, we also saw that coffee adoption was rising uh, rapidly across APAC. And in Southeast Asia, when we looked at the number of coffee stores per capita, they were still at 2 to 4x lower levels than what we'd seen in Europe and in, in, in North America and in other markets. And we saw that trend rapidly shifting towards convergence. And so the market was compelling. Um, then the second element was the team, uh, the team of made up of uh, David Brunier and Sebastian Hanneker here um, has extensive operational experience having scaled businesses uh, in the region in the past. David used to be a chief marketing officer at uh, Food Panda and Delivery Hero based out of Singapore uh, prior to Flash Coffee. And Sebastian had had a stellar track record at Bain uh, out of Jakarta. And then beyond that, to put the team and the market together, the other element is that we met this company uh, over a year ago, right at the start of the pandemic, and they told us this ambitious plan of launching 50 stores into three markets, Indonesia, Singapore, and Thailand. And and that, that was, when I first met them, that was the plan that they laid out. And I said, you know, like in, in the back of this pandemic, this is quite an ambitious plan and endeavor to go after. And they really proved it with the sweat and hard work that they did. Um, they came back to us in November and told us, you know, we're executing on plan. We're actually, some of our stores have even turned profitable in the midst of this pandemic. We've been able to run really at an operationally very high level. 
and um, and they they just met all the targets that they'd set out. And so that's what led us then to to decide to uh, to lead the Series A round and, and come into the story. Sebastian, what will the fifteen million US dollars raise go towards? Oh, I would say a couple of things. So first of all, we would um, use a, a significant amount of the funds to grow in our existing markets, being Singapore, Thailand, and Indonesia, and building more stores. Uh, besides that, we want to really expand across Asia and going into the other major markets, um, namely Hong Kong, Taiwan, South Korea, Japan, Malaysia, Philippines, Vietnam. So we really want to we want to become um, the coffee chain across APEC. Uh, in investing in these markets. And then besides that, maybe also interesting for the Singapore listeners here, we really want to build a big head office in Singapore. Um, so hiring a lot of people in Singapore, um, especially for the marketing team, um, operations team, uh, real estate team, design team. So we really build that key, key head office, key strength in Singapore. Um, another part is um, we're investing heavily in tech, um, building our own uh, Flash Coffee customer app, but also um, our apps for Barista. Uh, our tech team is based in Indonesia, um, where I'm right now uh, in the, at the moment, um, and we also invest heavily there in, in scaling the team to be able uh, to have great technology across APEC. Well, great to hear about the possible knock-on effects in terms of jobs here in Singapore. Question for both of you gentlemen. Do you think the pandemic has changed uh, coffee buying, coffee drinking at brick-and-mortar outlets? Sanjay, I mean, we can... Sebastian, go ahead. I think, yeah, and, and uh, I just would say one thing and then hand over to Sanjay. I mean, what we really see is the delivery, uh, food delivery revenue share is increasing heavily, right? Um, so it, um, while at the beginning, um, we launched right before the pandemic, as you mentioned, in January, so two months before, uh, we didn't have much revenue from coffee delivery. And right now, it's really a big portion of our business. Um, so people ordering their coffee at home. Uh, on top of that, uh, what helps in our business model, as we um, briefly discussed before, is we are, are focused on grab and go, right? Um, so um, no seating. So you have much less uh, social uh, social contacts because um, you're not seating around and talking, spreading all, uh, spreading spreading the virus inside. Um, everybody's wearing masks. Don't put the mask off because the coffee is not drinking in the store. Um, so that helps definitely a lot um, and, and in the current environment. Sanjay, with less yeah. people grabbing and going because less are going into work, do you think this could impact the coffee business? I think it's it's a, at the end of the day, people you know are still looking for for high quality coffee, and and it's just shifting the consumption behavior in terms of people going into stores or people spending a lot of time in stores, and and that's part of the the, the magic of Flash Coffee is not needing now that that real estate and seating inside a store, where people would rather enjoy the cup of coffee in the comfort of their home via either uh, the grab and go model or via uh, a, a delivery um, platform. Having said that, I think, you know, and we've been seeing it in, in Singapore with um, a couple weeks ago. So when we were back at 75 percent uh, capacity, and people do return and people do return to their uh, patterns of going into the office and going into stores. So I think we'll see a continued fluctuation. And as um, as we get out of this pandemic and, uh, and, and reemerge, I think we will also see a repeat of uh, of normal foot traffic return in a number of cities. Mm -hmm. But this is the beauty of where a tech-enabled 
coffee play, like Flash Coffee can come in, where both in a uh, virtual or work from home environment, delivery driven environment, um, they can benefit and also in a just um, their stores, you probably have seen them across Singapore, quite flashy and eye catching. And uh, with the colors and the branding, exactly. So you can't miss it if you're walking down the street. um, And and that's all part of the branding story. And so either way, I think um, we're quite bullish and 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 think that you know at the end of the day there will be more cups of flash coffee help us understand uh, was delivery always part of your business plans or you know have you had to pivot because of the pandemic no it was definitely always part part of the story i mean it's 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 a growing it's a growing business model and uh, especially i mean sanja mentioned it before my, my co-founder used to work for food panda so he has this net natural instinct of uh, leveraging these uh, delivery platforms um but the the share of the business is definitely much higher now than uh, we assumed due to the pandemic and are your expansion plans for the rest of 2021 in, intact or have you had to delay yes, some of that? Yes, def- definitely, definitely. Unfortunately, I cannot travel that much or I always have to go to quarantines. So, I mean, I've been to six weeks of quarantines in the last, I don't know, three months. Um, so it's not much traveling for ourselves, but we have great uh, teams uh, on the ground. And um, yeah, like, like now, we, we, we're managing the business via via, via Zoom, uh, via Google Meets. And um, it would be better to be on the ground, but um, and we, we adjust to the situation, right? This is still on target. Um, Sanjay, what do you expect to see from Flash Coffee in terms of business targets that you hope the business will achieve? Yeah, so first of all, as we enter in this this new chapter of growth at Flash Coffee, one of the big things that we're excited about is really bringing now the growth in stores from 50 to 300 plus stores over the next uh, 12 to 18 months and, and really launching across these seven key markets uh, in APAC. And so as you, you pointed out to at the start of the show, you know, the dream down the road is really to have a flash coffee store every 500 meters within a major, uh, a major city in APAC. But I think beyond that and beyond the, the kind of revenue uh, or profitability or growth targets that we've set for the business, what's really um, important to us, and, and we've been investing in, in food tech-related uh, tech startups for a while now, and what's really important is that the business continues to be driven by data and that at the end of the day, this is really that the decisions that Flash Coffee will make as they scale in terms of where to select new locations, how to curate the menu, how to optimize is really driven by, um, by, by data that they'll, they'll, they'll be compiling. And, uh, and, and the idea there is really that's how you can win by offering an unparalleled um, consumer experience and, and the rest will come. Are there other Singapore projects that White Star Capital is interested to fund? Certainly there will be. Uh, we are in the early chapter or so of White Star story in Singapore. So Flash Coffee is our second investment into Southeast Asia. Our first investment was in a company called Damakan that we named to Pop Meals based out of Malaysia, um, also in the F&B sector. And uh, Flash Coffee is now our second investment. We're looking to do a lot uh, more. We're investing out of a, a global fund um, and uh, Southeast Asia is slowly and slowly becoming a bigger part of the story at White Star. And in, in the years and months to come, we hope to settle also into Singapore with a, uh, with, with, with a physical office and, and a more stronger presence. And Sebastian, when you reflect on the key milestones that have got you this far, what are your some of your key takeaways for uh, would-be entrepreneurs listening in? 
Good, very good question. I mean, we I think the key milestone for us, as 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 mentioned before, we we, we really, as Sanja mentioned, we scaled throughout the pandemic, right? Um, as an F&B business, um, so I think the key takeaway is always be not don't be too risk averse, be be proactive, um, feel. Be ready to pivot the business model, and um, yeah, don't be a, be afraid. We traveled we traveled through the pandemic. We we uh, we built the stores in Bangkok, in Singapore um, during the toughest times. Um, so we were not afraid. So um, even the biggest the biggest pandemics or the biggest crisis they go away, mm -hmm. um, and people adjust. Humans will always adjust, right, uh, to the circumstances. And um, I'm I'm so happy we did the step because it it, it didn't look good. Huh? We launched we launched in January two months after pandemic hit. Uh, our revenues went to zero. We were in the early stage with not much capital back then, and, and we managed to to get through it because we were optimistic on in general uh, us, but also how humans adjust to every crisis uh, there is. Yeah, it's a great Singapore business story, and I wish you all the best. Of course, the goal is a flash coffee outlet in every major Asian city every 500 meters. In fact, the brand has already raised 15 million in Series A financing. Sebastian Hanukkah is co-founder, COO, CFO of Flash Coffee. Sanjay Zimmerman is principal of White Star Capital. Both are INSEAD alumnus, so this is clearly another successful INSEAD business story. Thank you both for being here. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks so much, Michelle. This is Influence. I'm Michelle Martin. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.